Hey everybody, welcome to the Mr. Prototype and Company podcast, where we are going to discuss everything about product design, making things and prototyping, of course. And this week we're going to tell you about the process. Uh, we're going to give you an overview that is a bit simplified, but at least gives you an indication of what you can expect when you go from idea all the way to having your product in hand. Yeah, basically we want to give you a little bit of a roadmap of the steps to maybe follow. Yes, I, again, like always, this is our advice, this is our perspective, but in this one I think it's quite unanimous that everybody will agree in part. You have different ways of doing it, but yes. Um, so the first step that you of course need to start with is the idea. Yeah, let's say that while working or while practicing your favorite sport, you stumble upon a great idea because, or maybe you're sleeping in a dream, whatever. You need to have that idea. We will for sure maybe make another podcast about how to generate those ideas. But let's say that you have it. Then what's next? Well, usually the most important thing to start doing when you have that idea is to try to define it and start gathering inf information. Because usually, you will know a little bit about the sector you have the idea in, because an idea doesn't come out of nowhere, it's typically related to something that you know about. Um, but it's usually only a part of that sector that you know about. So it's very important to start researching into that direction of like what already exists, um, what are the needs, what typically goes around it. It's just gathering information and, and knowing more to then be able to say, this is exactly what I want. Because it's very difficult to start in the next phases if you don't know exactly what you want. Don't worry if you don't know exactly what you want. We deal often with that and usually we start helping clients develop that. And sometimes that research is also um, necessary for it to be done um, with help. It's not always that you can do that completely yourself. When we talk about research, we also include looking who will be your competitors, or I know that maybe your idea is so awesome that there are no competitors, but which products cover the needs of your clients, the price range that they have and versus yours, and also if you have norms or CE label that may or may not affect you. That is maybe a little bit of a far stretch, but it's handy to know from the beginning if you are going to need to have those things in mind. Because if you need a CE certification, for example, you might need to spend some extra money if you want to launch it yourself. If not, or it will have consequences. Here yes. we encourage you to get ready, know your project, and start just exploring it. Devour information. Yeah. And on the competitor thing, it's, it's really think broad. For example, I would say that a calculator is a competitor to an iPhone because you often use your phone to do calculations. So you could say that it's the other way around as well, but I mean, more relevant the other way around. But in all honesty, it is still a competitor because if the calculator is closer than my phone, I might use a calculator, right? Even though it's a completely different thing. Um, paper is as well compared to an iPad Pro because you can sketch on an iPad Pro, you can sketch on paper. Um, think of competition not just as this doesn't exist, but what could fulfill a similar function? Yeah. 
also of course maybe check patents if there are already patents related with your idea because maybe you don't see the products in the market but there are patents behind it or other utility models or thing and of course try to google in different languages and if you have trouble finding patents yourself, this is something that patent offices are happy to help you with to do a research about. Like, I have this rough idea of what exists in this sector. They will help you with that. And now that we start talking about it, that could be your next step. Maybe you decide to, you haven't found anything, seems to be new, then you can decide to be the first one to protect that idea. That is one possible way. But if you've been listening to our podcast or reading the blog, you know that from our perspective, it's best if you do the prototype before patenting or while. Yeah, simply because an idea is never the same on paper as in reality. And the way patents work mean that the more detailed your protection is and the more specific you can be is like, this is the part that is new and this is what makes it special, um, the better your protection is. So it's difficult to know what the actual secret sauce is, let's say. Um, at the beginning, when your idea is still vague, when you go through prototyping process, typically you will need to answer a lot of questions. And those questions actually are extremely relevant for a patent. Um, but of course, it's also an option to just first patent the basic concepts so that you're already protected and then go on with prototyping. That is the part that we can agree, disagree, there can be other theories, or, yeah. but that's our point of view. Either do the prototype before or do it at the same time because it has a lot of advantages. We already talked about it. Yeah. But then you arrive to the part of prototyping, which seems simple, like it's just one word. It's making something from paper to become something real. But there is so much work behind. You have from the idea that is in your head into a sketch or something that at least you can, you can show yeah. to other people and discuss more than once we've been sketching the ideas that the clients tell us through the phone to make sure that we are on the same page because it wouldn't surprise me if sometimes there could be misunderstandings and we specialize a bit in more advanced prototypes of things that are not that easy to prototype but it, it's true for just about anything um, it, it's very difficult to get from a, a, something that seems clear in your head to something that's actually physical and to get what is in your head in your hands um, because it's easy to just make something but it needs to be what you want um, and we spend a lot of time on that um, and it depends a lot on what type of prototype you want, which is something we explain in another yep. podcast that we can link in the description. Yeah, we already explained, but just to keep it short, you have prototypes that just help you to have the size and the shape, which are the form prototypes. You have the ones that prove the concept, like if your idea needs to do a very specific task, it might not be pretty, it might not be perfect, but it proves that it can complete that task. Yep. Then you have more functional and final looking prototypes which are almost like the final product and the ones that are perfect i mean as good as they can be with the prototyping techniques and they can become your first series the first prototypes that you can actually sell or let to other people to use it and try 
what is it in prototyping that there is no prototype that works in the first go? No. Being honest, no, that doesn't happen. So there is a process of iterations of trying again and again and again until it works. So you won't have one prototype, most likely. You might have a bunch. A version one, version two, version three. Yeah. But that is something that we usually design in the process. Um, or at least we say like this this is until where we go with this prototype. Uh, and you will need to have a further stage for X or Y or Z. Um, and in a way, prototyping is actually the same as at research phase because your goal is the same. Your goal is trying to get information. In this case, it's not what is out there, but it is can it work? How does it feel? How, does, how do people react to it? For example, a design, you can actually show it to people and you can see not only what you think about it or what, you th what other people think when you tell them about it, but you can let them react to the real thing. And that's a different aspect. And all, the more information you gather, the more you will know about how to move forward, either through selling your idea to a company or selling the patent or which direction it can take or to commercializing and industrializing the idea yourself. Yeah, this prototyping phase will help you also defining the product, yeah. making it, let's say the real, the, how many screws are in that component, how many, everything that will need to be more defined if you want to go for production. You don't need to be that defined if you want to sell the idea. The level of prototyping that you need for just trying to sell the idea might be less of a quality yep. than the one of production. Production, you would need almost a gradient between prototype and final product that they become closer and closer and closer until, until they are the same. Yep. The only thing that they might differ is the production technique, but you need to have things that are almost like the final product before you go to production. And that's where the last stage comes in of what we typically offer is the um, industrialization. So it means making piles, making the product in such a way that you can actually produce it at scale. Um, that is a very different process from prototyping because you're using different techniques. For example, you're using injection molding to make plastics instead of 3D printing. Um, you're not making a couple pieces of electronics by hand, but you're actually having them assembled automatically with the machine. All those things, they do matter for how you design. And because of that, and because the goal is different, typically with industrialization, your goal is actually to find a way to produce it in a cost, the most cost-effective way. Well, with the prototype, the individual cost is not as important. It's more the cost of the prototype that matters. Um, because the goals are so different, it's a very different process. And it's a very separate stage. And then is when everything starts. That is the beginning of the end. Now you need to yeah. see if that product is a success in the market. You will need to start checking at marketing, having a web page, or selling on Amazon, or having a physical store, like so many variables that come yeah. after that. Like suddenly the roadmap spreads and... Or at the same time, because it's just like the patenting that we described, you can merge things and, and do things in parallel. You can be working on how you're gonna sell it yours, um, and your supply chain 
while you are working on the prototype, you can you yeah. can stagger these things. Um, but as you can see, we go from lots of possibilities and, and lots of directions things can go in down to one. At the end of the road, whether you're selling your idea or you're producing it, at the end of the road there is one specific thing that needs to come out. And that is this process. Answering all those questions to make it just one thing. And that is a long process. The further you get down the end, the more difficult it becomes. Um, but that's what we're here to help you with. I think that's it. Maybe I think oh, it's a good one. Len. So first of all, I would like to ask, what will you do? Would you prefer to just sell your idea to somebody? Or would you prefer to be responsible of bringing it into market? Because and also getting all the benefit from it. Yeah. Because if you sell your idea, you typically don't get that much. Yeah, you might get more, more for it if you sell it after all the production is starting and you have proven that there is a demand yeah. and everything. It's tricky. So what, what would you guys do? Just leave it in the comments or let us know. Also, if you want us to talk about other things, tell us. We are planning on maybe contacting other people to have as guests. If everything goes well, and I hope to see you soon. Bye. Bye.